Back at it for my favorite segment, Q&A. This week, I got a great question from an awesome massage therapist who I've been mentoring and helping to implement the PEAK method fully into their business. The question came up when we dove deep into the importance of marketing your business and being sure to attract the right kind of clients. One strategy that stood out from our talk was focusing more on the exact type of clients I want to have and staying away from the pain in the ass ones. The question was, why do you only market to women? Wouldn't that keep you from accessing an even bigger pool of potential clients? I also find it interesting that you want to avoid working with men, even though you're a man yourself. In this episode, I break down why I came to the strategy and how it has worked and share some insights on avoiding working with the true pain in the ass client that we all can't stand. I hope you enjoy the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Soft Tissue Revolution podcast, where we teach self-employed massage therapists a new treatment system that focuses on working smarter, not harder, allowing them to cut their treatment times by 50% and easily double their income. Dr. Matt Maggio here. Thank you so much for stopping by and checking out the show. We're back at it for Q&A, you know, where you send in the Qs and I do my best to give you the A's and really like doing this format. Uh, They are my most popular shows and going to continue to do that as we go. So Q&A number 27, can't believe I've already done 27 of these, but I was recently, it's been a couple of weeks now, but I was on a call um, with someone that's implementing a massage therapist that's implementing my system, the peak method fully into their practice and is having uh, tremendous success, you know, like I said, cutting those treatment times in half, um, even cutting them like even more where they're able to see like two or three per hour and mind is better, body's better, better results. This isn't a plug for the system. It's just that shit works better than what you're doing. They're getting in that mentality of not selling their time for money, instead selling the result. And what we start off with all my training is, you know, really just learning the basics of the system and learning how to treat smarter, not harder. And just getting to those shorter treatment times, it starts with critical thinking, figuring out the problem. It's not like we just jump right in and go to a 20 minute session. We have to learn how to do that. And once you have a good product and an amazing treatment, then you can market it and sell that shit to the rest of the world. And the marketing and sales component of my training comes a little bit further down because you know, if, essentially I wanna make sure you have a good product because if you have a shit product, it doesn't matter what we do. We can market and sell it all day, but we're gonna have to continue to cycle through people more and more because we're not fixing them and not providing results. At the end of the day, results are what rule, results rule, period, and that's what gets people what they need. So this person has been doing very well implementing the treatment. Now we wanna branch out and get some newer clients. You know, One of the struggles with implementing the system is kind of getting your existing clients to kind of switch over. You know, they're used to you like spending an hour, hour and a half, even two hours with them. They don't realize that what you're doing now with this type of treatment is more of a solutions-based treatment. They're just stuck in the same way. They're kind of hard to convince to kind of switch over. And we kind of get stuck in this mindset as practitioners that the people we have now are our only clients and that we have to like kind of just do what they want us to do. I made a whole podcast about this. Do you have a client or a customer? 
and go back and listen to that because if you got a customer, you're going to be stuck with this because what you're doing now if you're implementing the system is you're truly helping people. You're really fixing problems. You're not just providing a service. So it's hard sometimes because we get stuck in that scarcity mindset that the only people we're going to be able to have is our existing clients. We don't understand that there's a whole world of people out there that have problems that need to be solved. They might not have an hour hour and a half or two hours to come in for a traditional massage, but they might have 15 or 20 minutes a couple of times a week to actually get their problem fixed. They just have to know that you exist. I always say, if they don't know me, they can't flow me. So marketing is really important. So the question basically was, why do I, as a man, I'm, that's my, my, uh, <laughs> that's how I identify. I'm a man. Uh, I hope you like that joke. Um, why do I, as a man only market to women in all of my clinics. So I wanted to dive into that a little bit more. One thing that I always like to talk about is this idea, if you are for everyone, then you are for nobody. We tend to think that we need to treat every single person that potentially comes in. We also think that we need to treat head, shoulders, knees, and toes, and every be a jack of all trades, master of none, because we don't want to miss out on anyone. And what the world is really missing is like true experts and focus and niching out. I talk about that all the time. I won't exhaust you with that on here, but understanding that you want to have a really tight, awesome demographic of clients that you work with. You know, a lot of times we end up taking on clients that are that are a pain in the ass that we don't want to deal with, that are going to be frustrating. They're not going to listen. They're going to bitch about prices. They're going to just be nightmares, but we take them on anyway. And we tend to focus on trying to find everybody and still, instead of fo focusing on that really amazing, awesome client uh, that you want to see. And I've really, you know, I've been doing this now for going on 12 years. I've just found that it's a hell of a lot easier to work with um, women and females than it is with with men. And, you know, I, I get this. Um, I'm saying this as a man. And uh, I just, this is how most of us act. Um, I'm 37 years old. So one thing about men, I think more than women, is they're stubborn. They're just stubborn. They don't want to listen. They want to be in control of everything. It's just a pain in the ass. Um, number two is they're just really, we're really just unrealistic about our current health and our current state of health, you know, especially the older we get. I, I mean, I'm getting on 30, I'm 37 now and I did a lot of stupid shit to my body and beat myself up. And I still get stuck in that, what I call comparison syndrome. The comparison syndrome idea is like, I kind of compare to how I was in like my twenties and my early thirties. And then I downplay where I'm at now. I'm like, well, I used to be, I used to be fucking sweet back in the day. It's like, well, you did a lot of stupid shit and that's where you are now. And men tend to kind of be a pain in the ass on that. They want these like miracles. They want you to do it right away. They don't realize that they put a lot of wear and tear on their body and that it's not going to be fixed overnight. Uh, another thing that us men tend to do is we overplay how tough we are. We're like, oh yeah, I'm tough. I can, I can take it. I can, I have a high pain tolerance. I, I'm honestly the biggest wimp when I get treated. The shit hurts sometimes. Um, and I know it's not that bad, but it's uncomfortable. And I like to bitch and complain when I get treated. And men tend to say, oh yeah, I need you to kick the shit out of me. Uh, you know, I, I can take it. And on, in all honesty, like, no, men, we're, we're, we're weak in that aspect. We're, we're not tough. Like there's a reason we don't have babies because if we had, if men had to have babies, we'd have like two people total on the entire earth. So we don't have as high a pain 
threshold as we think, but we like to pretend that we do because it's just our ego and just trying to be macho and let everyone know how tough we are. Um, another thing, and this is really interesting, and I've researched this over the years. Um, there's this really big idea in any social interaction of this idea called like power frames. And in any situation, someone has to be the alpha and someone has to be the beta. And honestly, men really get triggered and they get upset when they can't be the alpha, especially as they get a little bit older, they want to be the alpha in the situation and they struggle with that. And they want to put you in that like beta trap. And the beta trap basically is where they get to tell you what to do, how to do it, um, when they're going to come in, they're not going to listen to you in between. And that's just a recipe for disaster. And I've seen this more and more as you get older, you tend to want to be more and more in control, especially men that are in pain. And they're at the at the core, they're actually really scared, but they don't want to admit it. So they kind of hide it with like macho bravado kind of bullshit. Um, and lastly, is just the kick the shit out of me mentality. They're like, yeah, I just need you to beat the beat the fuck out of me, kick my ass and go deep. And I don't care if I'm squirming like I, I need it. I can take it like that ain't treatment. If you're dropping fucking elbows in people, beating the shit out of them, scraping the shit out of them till they bruise, you're not doing treatment and you're not doing them any services. Like this whole mentality behind the idea, like if you don't kick the shit out of me and you don't beat me up, like it didn't do anything. No, you're not. You're 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 beating the fuck out of the tissue and it's not doing anything. Treatment's like a medication. You want to give enough to be effective but not so much that it's overly effective and beats the shit out of tissue. So yeah, to recap, men are stubborn. They're unrealistic. They tend to focus on the past and where they were. They overplay how tough they are. They want to be in control, tell you what, where, how to treat, when they're going to come in. And lastly, they want you to kick the shit out of them, even though I talked about earlier, they're kind of pussies and can't handle that. So that's why... I don't market to men. So why do I market to females? Uh, For all those other reasons, they're the opposite of what I just said for men. They're better, more realistic clients. They understand that their problem didn't happen overnight. They understand that it's going to take time. They're patient. They're more open to things. Um, What else do they do? They just honestly have less wear and tear on their bodies. They, they don't do as much stupid shit in their younger years. You know, as men, our testosterone is going crazy and we want to do a bunch of stupid shit that we got to pay for as we get older. Uh, less confrontation too. Like they don't feel the need to be the alpha in the situation. They're, they understand that we're working together and we have a goal in mind. They don't look at it as like an adversarial relationship. And lastly, this is what I've actually seen that's helped me out a lot in my my clinics as well is I get like a two for one. So what does that mean? So I'm, I market strictly to females. And when you help females, what they end up doing is they tell more people about you. They're more open to share a referral source. But then they also do send in their partner or their spouse or maybe their teenage kids or their little bit older kids because people listen to them because they're realistic. So marketing to that, I end up getting a little bit better there too, because a lot of times the spouse can be more realistic with the husband and like understand like, Hey, this helped me and it can help you too. It kind of lowers the guard for that pain in the ass man coming in. So who's my nightmare demographic, my nightmare demographic, like (laughs) no matter what I've done over the years, it's always 
it's been a pain in the ass. It's, it's men 40 to 55. Um, I'm 37. So one thing I've always struggled with men that age is the frame problems. They think because they're older, they've been around longer, they know better. They're experts because they watched some YouTube video or read some article on Wikipedia about injuries. So the frame problems just crush you all the time. They do not want to be stuck in the beta frame. They have to be in control. They have to call the shots. And I, I ain't playing that. I just don't play that because I have a unique set of skills. I'm the expert. You're paying money to come see me because I have a unique set of skills. I'm not going to take your shit. Um, once again, they're know-it-alls. They just, they just tend to know everything. Like they're just, they're just experts at everything. I'm like, I've had these interactions before where they would like tell me about these complex musculoskeletal issues. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking accountant. You know, like what the fuck do you know about complex musculoskeletal issues? Um, do you think I would come to your office tomorrow after watching one video on like accounting and tell you what to do? But this is what these people do because at their core, they're actually pretty, um, they're pretty scared and they're thinking as they get older about their own mortality and stuff like that. That's like some deeper shit that I won't dive into now, but there's, there's more there. There's more layers when people act like that. Number three, just delusional about their health, especially in their 40s and 50s. They're like, well, when I was in my 20s, I used to do this. I go, well, now you're, you're in your 50s and you drink four or five beers a night. You got a big fat belly around you and you barely exercise. Like, what the fuck do you think was going to happen to your body? And they just think that they're not as bad as where they are. They're just delusional about where they are. And then they're just stuck in that comparison mode like I talked about. They always just continue to go back of how they used to be. They tend to live in the past. They aren't present focus and then they don't really understand how bad the future can get. They tend to think like where they are is as bad as it's going to be and it can't get any worse. But in turn, I always say the only thing worse than where you are is where you're going. So I have had a few successes over the years in this demographic, but what I end up finding is it ends up being people that are a lot more analytical um, that aren't emotional at the end of the day most most men like in that age range are very emotional and they try to show it like with their power and how they're gonna crush everything and they're just so fucking great the ones that are truly good are like the analytic ones like people that were like engineers um i've seen this with doctors i've seen it with people that just are more realistic and when you show them real data you show them what you're doing they're more responsive to that but mostly men 40 to 55 have not been good people for me. So who's my ideal demographic? Honestly, women 30 to about 50, um, especially those that are more logical, um, not emotional on that sense. Um, and lastly, the ones that aren't addicted to exercise. I've had problems in this um, this demographic as well, especially the people that have a, a true addiction to exercise. You know, like if I don't work out, I'm going to die. They got to go hard all the time. You usually pick that up earlier in the process as you're asking the right types of questions. But for the most part, women 30 to 50, logical, not emotional, not too beat up. And that's the other thing too. Like a lot of the men that I would work in that bigger demographic and that well, literally bigger demographic, they'd be they'd be overweight, just huge, and would beat the fuck out of my body, and I can only do so much. I find that women aren't as bulky, aren't as beat up, and I can get more effective treatment without beating the shit out of me because at the end of the day, I have to last too and help more across the board. So what are some action steps for you? I always like to try to give you some action steps. Um, number one is uh, there's a podcast where I shared these ideas of like, 
the ideal client and finding the ideal client. I'll link that up there. It's like 10 questions you can ask to find your ideal client. And then another really good thing you could do is understanding those power frames and those social frames that I talked about. It'll really help you in any interaction, but specifically in your business. It's a book called um, Pitch Anything, and it's by an author called Oren Klaff, K-L-A-F-F. It's really good, and it helps you understand in different situations why people are acting the way they do, how to take control of the situation, because you have to be the alpha in the situation. When you're not the alpha, they tell you what to do, how to do it, where to do it, when they're coming in, and those are just pain in the ass, and it's not helping anybody. And lastly, switch your mindset from being someone who wants to treat and work with the right type of clients, the clients that bring you joy, not just everyone that walks in, because we all do that. You know, the majority of our clients are pretty good, but we'll have like one or two of those pain in the ass people on there, and it totally ruins our whole fucking day. And we know we should get rid of these people. We know we shouldn't have taken them on in the first place, but it will set you free. I give you permission to tell those people to fuck off because they are messing with your headspace and they're keeping you from giving value to your other clients. So that's all I got. If you like the show, share the show. Any questions you want me to cover on the Q&A, send them in. Always happy to help. Uh, go grab the free training. We just revamped that a little bit more. All the links for that are in the show notes. And if you like the free training, you've gone through it, then come take one of my courses, one of my certification courses. And truly, like I said, it's no bullshit. We really will show you how to work smarter, not harder. Cut your treatment times by 50%. And double your income. No bullshit, no nonsense. But you have to take the first step, which is to take action. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that beats anxiety is taking action. I appreciate you guys. And I will see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want help on the path to being able to double your income, all while working 50% less and being taken seriously as a healthcare provider, I have some great resources for you. Number one, get access to our free training modules and introduction to my system, The Peak Method. Number two, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Soft Tissue Revolution. Links to all of this can be found in the show notes. Lastly, if you like the show, please leave us a five-star review and share it with others that you know it could help.